0: is going on Bar Down Breakdown and tonight we are joined by our homie Tyler Durham from the late night hockey movie, The Late Game and uh super pumped to dive into everything about the movie talk a little Carolina Hurricanes but I have a question for both of you right now do you know who we're listening to right now? Fuck.
1: Nope no, Damn <laughs>
0: <it>. <laughs> that, that's where if Tom came in and was here on this episode, he'd be so pumped. It was like one of those bands that Tom and I just mutually loved and no one else knew about. It's this band out of Chicago called The Graduate, and they were so freaking good. I miss The Graduate every day. I think the guy like develops video games now, but uh, yeah, they were so good. We we saw them at Bamboozle and there was like four people in front of their stage for their set. That's alright.
1: Hell yeah. yeah! I mean, you know, I mean, I liked it. I just fucking didn't know who it was. Yeah. Not. I, I, I totally
0: threw you guys under their bus. I knew you weren't. You of, what, there. what
2: if? What if I was just like yeah, it's a graduate out of Chicago? Like, what would you have done? I would have been so
0: pumped. I was like, oh, just have Shazam up and no. hopefully it pops.
2: That, you would have seen me like this, just like, oh, that's a graduate.
0: Touche, <laughs> touche. Well, Tyler, thanks for joining us tonight. Of course. Um, Thank you, guys. You, know, you, you brought the movie to our attention a little while ago, and I wanted to make this happen because, you know, I, I, I used to play men's league hockey. Don't currently play men's league hockey, but it really is an experience. And um, everything that you told me about the movie just – had like my radar go off i was like oh yep gotta talk about this so i guess why don't you just give us a two second three second synopsis of what the movie yeah. about
1: i totally got you uh at the same time i legit don't play men's league anymore i haven't for a couple of years uh but since i was 18 you know like uh born and raised in charleston south carolina grew up playing hockey here in Charleston, South Carolina, so you can only imagine what men's league is like here. Uh, but yeah, um, so basically uh, Elevator is <clears throat> so the movie is just like, it's a one game thing. It's the late game. You don't, it's the game you don't want to go to on the schedule. It's the 11pm like shit stick you know no one's going to show up uh, and at the same time they're playing these bunch of try-hard kids that, you know, are just young guns. They want to go hard, all that stuff. Uh, the new kid bumps into one of the teammates, uh, ends up making friends, ends up subbing. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would say it's more or less like 60% comedy, like uh, 40% hockey. Like, you don't have to be a hockey fan to like it. Uh, but, if you know, if you are, it's going to hit home a little more. Uh, but at the same time, it's, you know, just a good, like, lighthearted movie. And I know that was more than
2: two to three seconds.
0: No, no. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know why I set that criteria. Like the
2: Willis Tower elevator.
0: Don't know how. I've I mean, tried so
2: hard
1: and, like, within the first two sentences, I was like, fuck, there's no way that, like, I'm making this.
0: <laughs> yeah, but, but, yeah, like. it was like, also an impossible task that I presented but, to you.
2: It's, but it's, it's funny because it makes sense because so like my good friend and and the singer of out of time mike forbes Oops. he plays beardly cocky in like 16 leagues because he's a goalie and he he can play he for, has for, to for everything yeah, yeah yeah, um it was it was to the point and this is a funny story i don't think i've ever told this on the podcast um there was a moment where i was it, we were, i was living in this house with a whole bunch of roommates and um Mike had parked his car at my place because he was going to Universal Studios with my roommate here in Orlando. And um, somehow, some way, our neighbor from like three houses down, his car got stolen. And they did a joyride in the car and they parked it in our yard. So the cops came and I was working like a a 5 a.m. to 2 p.m. shift. And um, oh, Mikey's gonna miss this. He can watch the recap. But um, I was so I, I I got home and I took a nap like I normally do when I get home at like one in the afternoon. Yeah. No, and the cops knock on the door, and I I go and I open the the door to the the cops, and they were just like, "Hey, uh, do you know whose car this is?" And I go, "Nope, no idea." Um. He goes, "What's well, your neighbor's car?" And I go, "Well, what's it doing in my yard?" And he said, well, yeah, someone like... stole it and went on a joyride with it. And I go, oh, I'm like, was it me? And I'm like, and I have no idea who did it. And then they go, whose goalie gear is in that car? Because, you know, the goalies always just keep all the gear. Oh, shit. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well. just Yeah, you just and, um, So. Holy shit. They <laughs> ended up, they play for a beer league team called the Enforcers, which is an all-cop team. Uh-huh. And they needed a goalie. So they left their information with me so I could give to Mike so that he could call no. them and fill in when the cops needed a goalie. No <laughs> way. I was like, is this how you guys recruit players? <laughs>
1: yeah, like that ass. <laughs> what? What kind of? I mean, it's a hell of a way to like, I guess, give people to join the team. But like,
2: you- what the get hell? A goalie-, a goalie like that. Dude, that's That's amazing.
1: <laughs> So that's um, that's
2: sick. It, it's like the weirdest things have have always happened. Um, he uh he played it. He played in a league down in Kissimmee, which is mm-hmm. um pro- the worst ice I've ever skated on. Okay, it's just not good. But um he he played with this guy, and I can only call him he he is porn stash. That's is what he is. He has this glorious mustache. That And it's, like, perfectly <laughs> trimmed where it's just straight. It doesn't have the curve like yours does. Okay. Just, it is the straight Burt Reynolds playgirl yeah. porn stash. And I, like I, I called him porn stash the entire time. And he was just being a complete dick on the stage to the point where, like, Mike had to, like, pop him a few times in the face because they got a pile up in the goal. But uh, that – Hell, yes. 100%, like, to your, to your movie – Tryhards playing at eleven thirty at night? Dude, come on, man. Get the Miller Light out of the Gatorade bottle for a minute and <sighs> just relax well, for a minute.
1: And it's also like so it's also like uh like you know barely like 19, 21 year old tryhards versus yep. like us who are all like everyone that's like on our team is basically, you know, on our thirty like I'm thirty-one in real yeah. life and I play myself. Um but I mean, everybody else, you know, we're all in our 30s. So it's like, you know, we don't want to fucking be there. Like, no one wants to be there. Like, this sucks. Like, we have six people. Like, they have a million. Like, you know, it's just shit like that. But, like, the whole point of, like, uh, the whole point of it, like, so it's crazy because, like, the director and the producer and, like, everybody in it, like, we all grew up basically playing hockey together so we're all very good friends yeah. so the director he started writing it like i mean shit like way before the pandemic um but we had like many like zoom meetings and stuff like that like during and things like that um to like just rework it and things uh, but it was just so easy to hang out with the guys for 15 days and just yeah. be ourselves and stuff but at the same time like we had like professional like gamer teams coming in from Atlanta and LA. So like, you know, in between like them being serious, like we had to dick around. Cause like, we're just us from Charleston. Like we just, we grew up playing here. Like nobody, like yeah. nobody thinks of fucking ice hockey here. Like growing up, like in high school, like no one knew we had a hockey team. Like it, even in college, like it was all club. Like everything was funded basically by ourselves. and, yeah, that's kind of, like, the best part about it is, like, it coming full circle from where I grew up, more or less, to, like, I mean, shit, the, what it is now, like, doing this there.
0: Yeah. So, I'm just curious, like, how did you get involved in the project? Because, you know, it, it just, it seems like like one of those things where it is a dream mm-hmm. to, like, be in a movie. Yep. But then, like, for it to actually happen and be like, oh, my God, this is – I am I am in this now. <laughs> like, how did that come to be?
1: That's so weird. Um, that's uh, spot on, though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, it's so weird. Like, I, I met Tyner, who is the director, through a friend of a friend. Um, and we just kind of clicked. Like, I mean, I probably met him when I was – 20-ish years old, so, I don't know, like, 11 years ago, something like that, Um, we just hit it off, like, just the same vibe, like, stuff like that, like, he always was interested in, like, film and things like that, and, like, shooting, uh, like, high school sports, or uh, our minor league uh, baseball team, or our minor league, the Stingrays, Um, and, yeah, he just, he had this idea of writing the script, and, we would, he would just send me like random emails or random texts and like, kind of just bounce ideas off. And like, after he'd already had like a solid project, like it was all on him, but like, I would just be like, yeah, I love this part. Like, yeah, you know, this would be funny here, like things like that. But it was really just a friend group more or less is how we got involved with it. Uh, And everybody that's in the movie is just, I mean, we're all, we're all just, I mean, it's my brother like one of my best friends like one of the guys that i really know very well that i have his art all over my wall over there it's just a very like tight-knit group of people so that was why it was so fucking awesome just to hang out for 15 days and make this like for jeff tyner and like you know also make a sweet hockey like sweet hockey movie
2: you guys essentially pulled a, a Shoresy letter Kenny in South Carolina. Correct. I mean, so the whole
1: the whole like thing where when we were starting to like write it and stuff like that, like when Tyner was like starting to write it, um, he just wanted to make a very well filmed hockey movie, like you know, like something like not on like the rails or like you know something like not overhead or things yeah. like that, like something that was kind of fluid that would look like it what, like without like, like if you, you know right just like ice. exactly like not like you know just like still shots and stuff like that so like we did fuck around a lot with like a bunch of different techniques uh within this movie uh to i mean it's crazy like the different shots that you get because like don't get me wrong like i love mystery alaska and yeah. i love miracle and ducks like all shit like that like i I love every hockey movie. Like, don't get me wrong. But, like, he just wanted to make one that was, like, very authentic and that, like, people could relate to that, like, weren't, you know, just looking for, like, some big...
2: Or- yeah. Cinematic or- shot. Or-
1: orchestration? Or- yeah, I don't fucking know. Yeah, like, some big cinematic shot. Yeah, exactly. It's a fucking great way to put it.
0: Now, if I'm not mistaken, you guys get a cameo from R.A. from and Chicklets?
1: Yeah. <clears throat> Oh, excuse it's me. Story Sorry, guys. no, there was a <laughs> story. I just I just I... That's just me tickling up. Um yeah, no, we got RA. Uh he was there for like five or six days, uh, probably like five ish days. Um oh, shit. Yeah, it was really, really fun just to shoot the shit with him. Um, it was crazy. Me and him ended up <laughs> hanging out a lot and just like talking about baseball and random shit, like It was just, like, kind of, like, getting away from all of everything that was going on, just, like, kind of getting to normality. Um, But, yeah, we had R.A. for a couple days, and we also had Zach Bell. uh, That's going to be a big part of the movie, who's um, always hockey. Yeah. Who does, like, all the NHL shit. Yeah, he he was a very interesting person to meet. That dude has, like... Listening to him talk and like being like as young as he is, I told him like there. I was just like, you have your shit together. Like, <laughs> you've kind of like figured it out, which is awesome this You know what I mean? Like, it was just if I had that knowledge at that age, like that would be pretty fucking crazy.
0: I feel like that's also like a, a cheat code for this movie. Is like, you know, yeah. you're gonna get a little bit of that spit and shakelitz bump, like having oh yeah thousand percent like, once the movie's ready to come out, you know r a is gonna like shout it out real quick on spit and chicklets, and then all of a sudden you got right there a nice little bump
2: one hundred percent you know it's you know hilarious too i I just like googled uh Zach Bell just to find a um like the first article I can on him mm. and this is from september of twenty twenty two and it says says on here uh Artist posted on social media early this week that he was on location in Charleston, South Carolina, filming a hockey-related movie. There we go. The first <laughs> article I pull up. <laughs> Fucking it right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I know when we uh, – it was like one of the first days we were on set, R.A. Like, mentioned it very briefly in Chicklets. So I guess it would have been like one of the early September episodes. Uh, he was like, I can't really give much out, but I'm on location in Charleston in a movie, da, da da da. But yeah, it was cool to hang out with fucking those two. I mean, because why the hell? I mean, because why not? We shot we shot in North Charleston, South Carolina, which is uh, like I don't know, like twenty ish minutes outside of like downtown, more or less. But yeah, it's basically where I grew up. Um, it's a <laughs> it's a it's a city. It's a, it's a town. It's a town. <laughs> um it's not a it's not a you know it is what it is but it was cool just having like all those motherfuckers like just come here and just like all these cameras come in and i was like i grew up playing hockey here since 2001 like yeah like what the hell like is actually happening so that it was just such a i don't know it so was crazy experience. it was very surreal it was very surreal
0: but, our, you know, R.A. seems like, you know, especially where he's from in like the Boston area, like he seems like he's not like frill. Like he's not looking for all the frills when he goes out nope. and about. Like he's down to just grind it out at a local water and haul.
1: Oh, 1000%. Like yeah, that 100% was just... one of the boys. Yeah. We just, we really couldn't just like leave set or anything like that. So, like, we definitely got to chill. Like, luckily, the, um, the ice palace where we shot in North Charleston, um, <clears throat> which is where I grew up, and the ice on the ice right here. Uh, they actually have a bar there um, <laughs> with a decent kitchen as well. Um, nice. So, most of the days uh, it was open for us to hang out and chill. So, that was a nice little break. <laughs> so, nice. we got to kick back a little bit. <laughs> Sweet.
0: Cool. So you know, the the clip that you sent over, I, you know, it was rather short, but I'm assuming like the locker room banter is going to be a huge part of the movie because that that was like the most fun part about playing men's league hockey yeah. is just like yeah. shooting the shit with the boys and it, it it's it's hard to describe to someone that's not that hasn't been in like a men's league. Locker room oh, before. Of course. But for some reason, like, Mighty Ducks always came up. And I'm, I'm assuming that's what you guys were talking about, like, Gordon Bombay being the great yep. coach or whatnot. But one of the things that always came up was, like, who thought it was a good idea for a guy that got a DWI to coach, like, a bunch of 10-year-olds? And then the creepy limo dr- driver, like... That guy was definitely not supposed to be around kids. Like, there's no way in hell he should have been around kids.
2: Also, the 1990s. Stuff was way different back then. That's so
0: fucking true.
2: Um, so
1: so in that clip, um, that was me and my brother, actually. Uh, my real-life brother, the guy in the white. So our director was basically like, just riff about Mighty Ducks, like, and we're just going to shoot. So we were just kind of shooting the shit like back and forth and like kind of breaking it down and like wrecking it and like finding all the plot holes and all that stuff. And we went on for a hot minute. So I don't know what the fuck is going to make the movie, but what you said about the DUI and all that shit is 1000% one of the things we brought up. (laughs) Like It's, we touched on almost every fucking plot hole of that movie. Like it, it, you're so spot on with that. I'm just very excited to see which takes actually make it because they just kind of let me and my brother go.
2: It's it's funny that that that's the thing too, because I feel like there were so many sports movies in the eighties and nineties. The Longest Yard was another one where they got a DUI and they're like, you're going to play for prison. Right off RIP. Right off RIP. Opening um, scene. <laughs> opening scene, yeah. Scene. <laughs> um, I feel like there was, there there even recently, there, isn't there a John Stamos show on Disney Plus where he gets in trouble with the law and he has to coach women's basketball? I I'm pretty sure that's that. I don't know the preview.
1: I know the show, but I don't know the like the premise of why he has to do it. But I do know that he has to, do that yeah, but I don't I know. Like,
2: like the, I feel like it's a court ordered thing, and it's like, where are you putting this guy? Yeah. It's like, what the <laughs> well, it's like always sunny.
1: It's like when they fucking like when Dennis and D and Char, it like Frank and all <laughs> this like the, they the yeah service. when they yeah the community service like right, like opening season when they had to coach just, like the kids basketball team
2: and they're like throwing like, elbows. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You're trying. Yes. yes. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes. I don't i don't know why that just clicked, but yes, that's one of my favorite but, trips.
2: But it's funny because that makes sense for a show like It's Always Sunny because that is 100% within the realm of comedy that that they're <laughs> yep. stati- like they're making satirical. Yes, but that was 100%. <laughs> like, like I was watching Heavyweights the other day. Like, what a fucking would hell put, of a movie! Who would put this psychopath Ben Stiller
0: at the fat camp? At the fat
1: camp. <laughs> The fact that so many people I know that haven't seen that very bums me out. It's, it's absolutely. Oh, I, our our local like uh vid- like DVD like comic and like bookstore closed down the other day, and that's one of the only things that I was looking for there.
0: <laughs> well, it's funny because um, in our like Instagram and social media graphic, I've taken like pop culture references where there's like islanders logos and like Mm -hmm. people are wearing islander shit so like you know kevin conley on the set of entourage Mm -hmm. wearing an islander shirt and one of the kids from heavyweights is rocking an islander shirt in the like very opening credits of that movie um when he's walking home from school before he goes oh shit yeah and the
2: iconic line is the islanders theme of the future (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yep, so uh, uh, on like, this social media graphic, you could just see him like chugging lemonade. He's chugging lemonade, wearing an Islander shirt. Yeah. What the fuck? Oh my god! No, it's like so random. I have to you go know? look for that now. I don't think I don't think that's supposed to take place in. New York. I was about. That's what I was no, trying yeah, no, to think he of. He was
1: a...
2: in. He was on Long Island.
0: Was he the big kid? Yeah. He
2: flew out of. He flew out of, right? he flew out of LaGuardia. He's from Long right? Island. Okay. Yeah. Holy 'Cause they even shit. said it too. He was like they, they said something to the fact that he came from Long Island to be there. Cause then the other kid that grew up to be a recovering meth addict, um, he was the Golden Ducks. Yeah, Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> he Goldberg. Um, he was from he was the New York guy. He was from the city. And then you had oh, the captain shit. who was from Dude. Long Island.
0: Okay. I gotta Holy rewatch shit. that movie. Me I, too I now. Just saw it the other day.
2: Now I have to.
1: Jesus, Christ. I love that uh, one, It's so good! Oh, it's uh, I was—I mean, I was born in '92, but like, that's one of the things that, like, uh, that's a classic in my household. And yeah, it was like, crazy. who
0: didn't dream about the Blob? Like, oh, just oh usually, my God! Yeah.
1: I've never seen one in real life. Never seen I've one never in real life. life. Never seen one in real life. <laughs>
2: I feel like there's a place you can rent one because if we get have that Airbnb to. on the lake for the fest this year, I'm going to rent a blob. Oh, on shit. The lake. <laughs> Holy shit. Holy <laughs> <laughs> shit. We'll, how will we jump on top of it? Who knows? But we'll have it. It'll just be there. That's so <laughs> sick. I love well, that.
0: If you get one of those, just cancel the damn fest. We're just spending. <laughs> yeah, it. We're just going dude, dude, to hang days. on the
1: pub. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Hell yeah. Dude, that's so so sick. That's why I was just (laughs) talking to my buddy about that the other day. Um, uh, I have two good friends that live in Charlotte, and they were both telling me, Oh, come stay here, come stay here for the fucking
2: fast at the end of the month. Just a month away, eh? Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited.
0: Yeah. I I hope you come. That'd be so sick. Oh, Oh, yeah. uh, Dude, it's.
2: That ain't
1: no drive. That's so that fucking no good from draw That ain't no drive. That's probably go get tattooed I just go Charlie go get tattooed.
2: Just promote, just promote the movie there. If you can start promoting it, then oh yeah, one <laughs> <laughs> thousand. That'd be. Do you know what? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Great Yeah, I love it.
0: Yeah, you can put it on your taxes then, right? Like it's worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you
2: can put the 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 mileage, exactly. the gas. yeah, and yeah, and yeah. yeah. On the, just write it all know. off.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, was yeah right off. it
2: was right off. Right off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. We just get a
1: company card, something
0: like that. <laughs> so since it came up naturally, I guess let's just uh, because I gave you a little homework real quick, uh, and I kind of put you on the spot. Oh yeah, I was like yo, go go skim through the the playlist real quick and give Dude. us one or two bands that caught your ear, and you're like, yo, this band's sick. Because nope, we're right, the the a thing. couple. Like, I'm I'm not gonna lie, like a festival like this isn't gonna have like. Seaway and like these big time bands, like it. It really is the local scene. What's going on here in the Carolinas? Which a lot of these bands could eventually, down the road, be some of those household names. But Fuck you it. know, for you discovering some of them probably just today. Like what? What's one or two that caught your ear?
1: So. It's crazy. Uh, the only festival I've ever been to uh, was Warp Tour of the last Warp Tour. Oh, in Tampa. Yeah, <laughs> the very last one in Tampa. Um, dude, <laughs> I did write down like a fucking like little handful. Uh, Fernway really fucking caught my ear. Like oh, them yeah. a lot. They're I so I'm very stoked to fucking go see them. Um, another what's the other I hope I'm not fucking this up. Condado.
0: Oh, dude. Yeah. Yep. They, they're they so good. They're it's so, such
1: a cool mix. And like, I've never really heard any... I love it. Like, it's just... I've, dude, like, the
0: first time I listened to Condado, I was like Condando, driving to sorry. my car. and No, I'm probably... I, I think I'm saying it wrong. I don't know. I, <laughs> I knew I would
1: fuck it up when I wrote it down right. But I was like...
0: <laughs> Uh, what is he singing like i'm not really making this out and then i was like holy shit like he just seamlessly started singing in spanish and i did it flows so so well and i was like yo this band is sick and i actually got to see them in charlotte a couple of months after discovering them and honestly they're they might actually be better live it's crazy to say
1: see i'm very stoked on that part
0: Yeah, they they did like a killers cover and I was like, dude, this is better than the killers. Like this is so fucking sick. And yeah, that's a that's a good you got good ears, man. The way that it the way that it
1: meshed was just it was just like not choppy and it was like so fucking just like fluid. And I was like, damn, like I've never heard anybody do this, and I get only respect like you know what I mean? Like it's like fucking new and I love it. Um also ever done never home like oh, that yeah like that a lot
0: yeah so that that's was that's actually going to be a reunion show for them they're they they have not okay. been active they haven't been active for years and Fuck. a lot of people Seems are hyped so, up about that i was so literally just giving,
2: giving nick from uh never home shit in the group chat today um because he was like he was like oh sorry i didn't get the updated flyer and i was like nope and i like sent him a screenshot of me playing landslide by them and I was like nope skipping this one now <laughs> and um, and it's funny because I've been I, I think I told Mikey this uh, a little bit ago but I remember hearing about them back in 2018 2019 because they opened up for uh, broadside and our friends in telltale um, in Charlotte and I remember telltale telling me about them when we played with them and I was obsessed the minute I listened to state lines I was just like nope this is it. I'm gonna listen to this for the next four days, and I found out that they weren't active anymore. And then when we had the guys in Come Clean, because the singer of Come Clean is the drummer of Never Home, I was like, Are "You gonna do any uh, any Never Home stuff? We're we gonna get Never Home for the fest coming up." And uh, somehow they did it. Wait, I haven't heard somebody say State Lines and
1: so goddamn long. Is that what? like was he part of the band State Lines? Oh, no no, the, no, 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 the, no. That's oh, okay. a song. Yeah, a song okay, that they have. Okay, sorry. I thought you were talking about the band State lines, and I was like, god no. damn, I haven't heard of that in so long. I don't no, even know where they're they from. I don't know if they're local or not. Got you. Sorry, my bad. No, you're good, you're good. I think
2: they, they called it State lines because of how close they live to the South Sure, Carolina to the actual
1: yeah. State line. Feel you. Heard. Yeah. Exactly. I, 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 I parked up, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I haven't heard that thing forever.
0: We got the deep cuts. Deep cuts. Dude, I know. Dude, hell yeah.
1: Dude, hell yeah. I mean, I'm here for it.
0: Well, Tyler, I I definitely want to talk more about, you know, you playing music in Charleston and also playing hockey in Charleston. But before we do that, we do have to tell everyone about our sponsors, DraftKings. So light the lamp during the hockey playoffs for DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can make a $5 bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. We're down to the Stanley Cup final, so it's a perfect time to throw down some money on either the Panthers or the Vegas Golden Knights. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can make a $5 hockey playoff bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gambling helpline. Dot, com, dot org in new york call one 8 hope ny or text hope ny 467-369 in kansas call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of boot hill casino and resort 21 and older in most eligible states but age varies by jurisdiction eligibility restrictions apply see show notes for details See slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources.
2: All right. Let's face it, guys. With coffee starting at $5, I'm talking just like a flat black coffee without all that extra frill. Our bank accounts somehow are always depleting. We are officially entering what we like to call a dupe session. Most products do the same thing but are priced differently solely based on the brand name. So a good duplicate, or a dupe, is crucial for getting the highest quality at the best price. And one dupe you definitely shouldn't sleep on? Raycon wireless earbuds. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point, so you can listen to what you want, when you want it, without breaking the bank. So if you want to go listen to that State Lines album, you can go listen to it on your Raycons. Raycon's mission is to prove that you shouldn't have to pay an arm and a leg for quality sound and essential smart tech listening features. You can get a pair and a spare and still pay less than you would with some of those other more big-name tech brands out there. Raycon knows that in this economy, every purchase needs to be perfect, and they even offer buy-now-pay-now-later options, and right now you can pay as low as $18 at checkout for your pair of Raycon's. They have easy and free return guarantee. They offer two years of product product protection insurance for just a few bucks extra. They offer free domestic shipping and flat fee international shipping. And they have over 50,000 five-star reviews talking about their three customizable sound profiles that you can update within the app, earbud tap functions, noise isolation, and they're even water and sweat resistant for when you're on the ice. Go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's right, buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash THPN to listen to quality audio at an affordable price.
0: Amen, brother. You are the Raycon specialist at this point. (laughs) Hell Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to got that though. high
2: five from Ray J.
0: Yep. <laughs> one, one day you're going to just run into Ray J. I'm going to be like, like
2: buyraycon.com slash THPN. 15% <laughs> off your order.
0: Love that. So, yeah. You know, Tyler, not only are you like checking off the boxes for being in a sweet hockey movie, but, you know, you grew up also in the local char- Charleston, like pop punk and hardcore scene, played in some bands um we we were talking about out of time playing the tin roof last year mm-hmm. um and playing it in a couple of weeks so i'm sure that was kind of the the spot for you and i remember the dudes in empty last year you know empty being a myrtle beach band mm-hmm. i was hitting them up like hey like where in the charleston area would be a good spot for you know out of time to hit up and they were like oh hit up the tin roof and i was like Really, like, because here in in Charlotte and like other places, that's like a chain. It's like a yeah, a yeah, chain yeah, 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 one thousand percent, yeah. But it's not the tin roof. Not Char- no. And it's like,
1: <laughs> I mean, is Amos still in Charlotte? Is in the South End? So okay, fuck yeah, because that's yeah. our okay. Amos Fillmore. That's kind of the places that. But yeah, exactly like you said. It's like tin roof is a chain in other places, but like here, it's kind of like
0: way cooler (laughs) yeah
1: yeah i mean it is it's just a big venue like it holds a bunch of people uh honestly though that's not where i grew up going to shows really so so i grew up going to shows uh at the oasis um it was out towards like james island uh like folly beach ish uh really (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so I I was in high school. I mean, I was a freshman like 2006. I graduated in 2010. So like, I always hung out with like, you know, my older friends and all that shit. So they would drag me, you know, hey, let's hop in the car and let's go to the show. I was like, all right, cool. So that's kind of like how like I discovered like the local-ish music here. And I did like, I googled like a bunch of shit, like a bunch of bands that like came through the Oasis, like during that period. So I'm saying this place might have fit, like, 250 tops, like, possibly 300. Uh, Wonder Years, A Day to Remember, That's How I Found Out from A Loss for Words, uh, Turnstile, Ghost Inside, Transit, Man Overboard, Incendiary, Amir, just, like, a bunch of crazy shit. But it closed down in, like, 2013. So, like, when I was growing up, like – the explosion of shit that was coming through Charleston was awesome. and then it just kind of
0: Because off. honestly, like we were helping out of time and front side and sleeve and the cruise mm. rule do the run down to last year's bar down break, which was yeah in Orlando. Mm-hmm. so like there was a lot of ground to make up between some of the cities and they, were, yeah, like, yeah, of course so like when you're going from, charlotte which is kind of like a bigger market or raleigh whichever one you decide to play like and you're you're trying to get down to florida it's either atlanta yep or charleston oh yeah makes it makes
1: thousand percent makes sense i mean
0: sense that so many of those killer bands stopped in charleston because there was a place to play unfortunately i think like the tin roof might be a little too small for those types of bands to come through there now. Oh for <laughs>
1: sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just it was such just like a crazy time like growing up to like be in such a small space with like those bi- I mean
0: because then you have like those bands, right? <laughs>
1: uh, the Isn't closest house, house of blues is in Myrtle Beach. So like oh, an it's hour be- and a half. Yeah, be- like, like an hour be- and a half yeah. away.
2: Um uh, but you yeah, yeah just, just talk a- about this really quick i i just pulled up the oasis and i pulled up just like concerts as they had up through i think this is just like some like notable concerts that they had from like 2009 to 2011 um how was this a tour that i did not know about it's oceana of machines before the (laughs) march of flames memphis mayfire and this time next year and I had to make sure there was not a metal band called This Time Next Year. No, it's the pop punk band This Time Next Year. That ben I have a, I have a This Time
1: Next Year uh shirt still at my dad's house that I will never get rid of. It's crazy because yeah. that's where I got it from. Was at that show.
2: That is <laughs> that is the the most bonkers lineup I've seen ever. It was a hotbed, dude like it was <laughs> it was fucking
1: nuts, like the cool shit that would come through here. And then, just... dude,
0: now you're kind of giving me like a business idea. Like, there needs to be a 300 cap <laughs> venue in Charleston because that clearly is missing. It's missing right now.
1: So, the only one that is like that big is Music Farm downtown, but like, we still don't get big shit that comes through here. Like, I mean, I I go up to Charlotte. Like I said, I go to Fillmore. I go to Amos. I'll go to Cat's Cradle. Uh, You know, the last two shows that I went to was in Austin, Texas, uh, where I was randomly just on a trip and I happened to see Tiger's Draw and Heart Attack Man, which was lit. Um, (laughs) And then Asheville, North Carolina. Like, it's I don't know. It's more it's kind of the same as like tattoos. Like,
2: have to travel for shows and have to travel, travel for tattoos, more or less. That's weird that these bands would rather go to Asheville, which is pretty out of the way, unless you're way heading out towards like Tennessee. It right? Go to, it like, doesn't. It, just, it hasn't but made sense kind of for years.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know, like, cause like. It's weird. It's it's really weird like how it kinda just like took like such a decline. Like I mean, like I said, like two thousand thirteen ish, it's just everything dropped. Like it was just yeah. so it was so fucking weird. Like yeah, now we just all have to like the next show I'm going to is the Blink Turn style show in Charlotte. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, besides the Fest. <laughs> but
0: Hey, hey, get your tickets at BardomBreakdown.com.
2: <laughs> Love it. We don't. We don't. We don't deal with Ticketmaster here.
0: Fuck no. no. Fuck no.
2: Fuck those third parties.
0: <laughs> Seriously. No. One also, w- what are some of the other shows that you caught at at the Oasis? Because now that just <laughs> yeah, super excited to hear about. Oh,
1: I had so. Like, I had a bunch of buddies just, like, write shit. So, like, when – so, the Escape Artist, the band that I was in, they started before me. So, they started, like, 2004 uh, and did all their stuff. And I joined in at, like, 2008-ish. But I got a list of, like, things – or bands that they played with. Uh, But their first EP was actually recorded by Gordon from All Get Out. Uh, just like on like some like weird like a track or some shit like that. Uh, but, Sweet. but yeah, like fucking bands that they played with, I mean, they played with the secret lives, evergreen Terrorist, This is hell, a mirror, a day to remember my children, my bride Ghost inside my hero is me, uh, a girl, gun of Ghost and just kind of, I mean, they were just kind of the, you know, opener for everything that came through Charleston more or less. And then we went on tour in like 2008 and went kind of through the southeast, like when I was there. We ended up, we played uh, Skate Park at Tampa, which is fucking insane. You
2: know oh, Transition?
1: The place right beside it? Yeah.
2: Like the little venue right beside it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, In 2008, that is, it was sick. I think now defunct, but that place was so cool <laughs> when it was still around. Super it was small. such a
1: fucking – it was such an experience because, like, when we parked there, like, got – because – I, I mean, 2008, I I was <laughs> fucking, made, you know, very young, and uh, I got out of the car, and I was like, holy shit, like, I'm going to go walk around the skate park, like, this is a landmark, what the hell, and then we <laughs> got to play a show there, like, what, and then, yeah, I went with those dudes for, like, seven days, and it was great, I mean, we had to fund everything ourselves, like, we never had a label or anything like that, um, but yeah, then everyone went to college and, and all that shit, and we all broke away, more or less.
2: Um, I won't say the <laughs> name, because it's, it's one of the potential answers to a trivia question that Mikey has. But not only did this band play twice in one year at the Oasis, but they played within six months of them two of probably some of my favorite bands were on here. So the first show was Of Machines, Four Letter Lie, Love Hate Hero, and Sleeping With Sirens. And then six months later, uh, it was Life on Repeat, Lower Definition, which is probably one of my favorite post-hardcore bands ever, Four Letter Lie, and I Am Abomination. So you guys had that band come through more than once... In a single year, in less than a six-month span of each other, that blows my mind. <laughs> and then a week before that show, Gwen Stacy played
1: "Get Out." Uh, see, that's what's crazy. I see. <laughs> I throw that on from time to time because I always fucking forget about Gwen. Like that. Ma- I it,
2: love Gwen. I uh, me
1: fucking too.
2: These are just—I like, always forget ridiculous the shows. Oh have. no,
1: it's the most dumb combination of bands that you could think. like. It's the coolest fucking <laughs> like the flyers that used to go around like our high school and stuff like that. We're just like, wait, what? Every everyone's coming.
0: <laughs> but I feel like yeah. also, you know, I'm not an expert on Charleston geography, but mm-hmm. a venue being close to Folly Beach mm-hmm. is. Kind of like off the beaten path, too. Like, yes, it's kind of you know, it's still 45 minutes away from like the center of Charleston, like the city of Charleston.
1: So it wasn't deep, deep on Folly, it was like right off the connect, right off the connector. But at the same time, like, it was a bitch to still get out there, like, whether because it was a one lane road, you know, getting out of there, like, it still was a hot, like, 30, like, it was a chore to go to a show more or less
0: yeah and i feel like also you know being so close to the beach like that's kind of expensive real estate for a diy like punk i think pop punk venue
1: i think that's why uh, Is, is
0: it like some trendy restaurant now
1: so so now i haven't been um but i think it's just like this huge ass like pool hall more or less like i don't think it's gotten bougie by any means um but I also haven't been. Uh, but the last time I checked, it was just like, sub, just open pool table bar. Like, they didn't really, like, vamp it up, if you will.
0: Which is, yeah, you so know, you're nice. Saying <laughs> you're saying there's a chance. We could just put this over. you saying there's a <laughs> make chance. This a, exactly. Make this a venue What's, again.
1: I mean, fuck. fuck. There is a good boss. I mean, I don't know how much that rent is, but, like,
2: Maybe. <laughs> so this website that i'm on is actually is, it's hilarious because it it has all the concerts some of the some of the concerts have like the set list for the bands that you can just mm-hmm. click on it it'll pull up like a like a scan of the of the set list but it has a graph of the top genres that played there um <laughs> hardcore metalcore post hardcore melodic metalcore pop punk were the were the the top genres but it goes concerts by year so it goes 2008, five concerts. 2009, maybe under less than five. 2010, 15 concerts. 2011, 25 concerts. And then 2012, none. That's when it dropped off. Yep. But the height of it was like Hawthorne Heights headlined the Oasis. Yeah. (laughs) 2011. It's It's crazy. Like when you're looking at this, it's like, oh my God. So it's, there's,
1: I, I I do it from time to time. So, like, on YouTube, if you type in, like, uh, the Oasis, Charleston, South Carolina, like, there's still, like, a turnstile show up. And there's still, like, a bunch of, like, I think there's a, a Day to Remember show still up. And it just is, it's crazy to watch that small of a place be packed with that big of a man. Which is not That nuts. sounds so sick. <laughs> it so was, sick. it was a while, I mean... I can't, it's so, like, (laughs) like I said, like, I always kind of hung out with, like, older people, but, like, even, like, when I was younger, like, I, one of my first, like, memories of the concert was Slipknot here in Charleston (laughs) with God forbid. (laughs) and my dad, my dad took me, and it was in 2004, so I was 12 years old.
0: So that that's like your dad was down with Slipknot, I'm guessing? Yep.
1: He would always throw shit like that on the radio, you know, stuff like that. And then, I mean, after that, it was more or less like, I don't know, like my mom kind of like always had like uh, Green Day and CDs and things like that. But uh, another one of my like the craziest things that like I remember is like uh, I went to uh, Good Charlotte and New Glory. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was actually in Charlotte, <laughs> which is crazy. Yeah, that and was a stadium tour. In like. 2003. Yeah, it was yeah. at like uh, cricket or whatever the hell it was called. Then I don't remember what the stadium was called. But yeah, it was in 2003. Where I remember
0: the Charlotte Checkers play?
1: I don't know if it was Bo. I don't know if it was the Bojangles Coliseum or not. I don't know the real life name of that place as well. I just know, no, it, as yeah, the, it, I just know it as the biscuit.
0: It, it, it is just OJ <laughs> angles calcium.
1: To me, right? Yeah. But like, yeah, I remember getting like pulled out of class, like out of testing, like out of like uh like pack testing or like you know, like the end of your year bullshit. And like my aunt then brought me to go see Newfound Glory and Charlotte, like MXPX and less Virgin I think that was, they were on the show too. So that was like one of my like earliest memories of getting introduced to all the shit, more or less. Which is also, I mean, it's cool. I don't know. My family's always been into fucking, you know. Music. Good music. Just, like, not, like, straight. Because, you know, being from Charleston, it's like, oh, everybody lives, listens to fucking, you know, country shit. Like, the yeah. other side of my family does. But, like, my dad's side, like, they were always, like, down with, like, shit. Like, my aunt fucking introduced me to Lip Biscuit, like, at a very yeah. early age where I shouldn't have been <laughs> listening to that. You know, just. It's just different like different subgenres that have like made me into what I listen to now more or less but like going to those concerts young was helpful as shit I loved it
0: who was your first concert Justin have we ever talked about that
2: my first concert <laughs> like, um,
0: like alternative concert not like a you know bullshit one that your mom took you to or your dad took you to
2: uh well okay so um let me pull up let me pull up this line up really quick Um, I'm pretty sure it was 1998 or 1999.
0: I'm trying to remember. So it was kind of of like a full circle moment that I just had last week. One of my students came up to me and she was like, Mr. Ryan, I went to my first concert. I I went and saw Coheed and Cambria and Incubus. It was like my first concert. And I was like, oh my God. Incubus was my, was first, my first. I knew you like, were going with that. That's yeah. amazing.
1: That's so, fucking so sick. Like
0: so full circle. Like that's you know, this so is dope. O- over twenty years ago. Now one of my students is like has the, pretty much the same memory oh, as I have. Like her first ever concert was also that's Incubus. So
1: dope. I love yeah. that. That's fucking amazing. Yep. So, <laughs> so I
2: saw my, in your eyes. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> My first concert was a fest. It was a local radio station that we had in Miami called uh, 94.9 Zeta. And they used to play really good music, but it was in 1999. I was 11 years old. I had just turned 11 because it was in July. Um, The headlining bands were Def Leppard, Everclear, Nonpoint, and The Verve Pipe what and, yeah <laughs> that's and then sick. the next year the next year i went again and this is when i started kind of like getting into my own style of music because this one was the deftones glass jaw local h non point stone temple pilots and nickelback like
0: dude why was glass nickelback. wait why was glass jaw on that Dude, so I have weird. no
2: idea why Glassjaw was on that, but That's you know so who I fell weird. in love with? Glassjaw. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I fell in love with, I love that. <laughs> so then, That's wild. So that was, I was, yeah, I was 12 years old when I saw Glassjaw and I became obsessed with Glassjaw for the next 20 years.
1: Um, <laughs> it, was, so it just rolled off. I love
2: this. They just kept going along with Deftones. Um, <laughs> and it was funny too because um, I was that kid in middle school, and I I I, ta- I don't know if I talked about this on the last podcast or last episode, but I had a, a CD case with like the Disturbed logo on it. It had like the face on it, so it was all black, and it had like the red etching, and it had the Disturbed oh, yes. smiley face. Hell and yes. It was just filled with new metal and hardcore bands. Uh, and I was the only kid in my Catholic middle school that was listening to like heavy shit. And I remember when I first met full circle back to Mike, when I first met Mike, he got into my car and in the back seat, I had the disturbed CD case still in there from when I was a child. And he immediately starts crying from laughter because he thinks that it is the coolest fucking shit he's ever seen. And I go, open it up and see what the first CD is in there. Significant other. (laughs) Followed by like, follow the leader and life is (laughs) peachy.
0: Do you still have that?
2: It's somewhere. Yeah, I still have it. (laughs) Dude, I'm sure that's a fucking
0: collector's item
1: at this we're point. Just, right? We're just going to auction that It's going to be sick. Yeah, 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 you, yeah. It's going to be
0: dead
2: ass. That <laughs> the
0: we'll, we'll have the blob and just whip out an old. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just... An
2: old 12 CD disturbed case that I got it at Target. Yes. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> I mean, if that's not getting
2: asses in the seats, then I don't know what is. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's 100% going to get bums and seats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Too bad there's no seats standing. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. am Figure it.
0: Have you ever caught a show at the milestone? No. Where Bard on break nope. It's gonna be now No, dude. It, it is. I was. A, I looked it up mile. on. I was oh. looking
1: in, like, at pictures nope. today, and like Don't on Instagram. It
0: okay. Awesome. It.
1: Like it. All right. Love it. <laughs> i Love that.
0: the, the outside is scary. Okay. The inside is scary but beautiful in its own way. Like it's what you want a DIY like punk venue to look like. Like I, if you had to close your eyes and pitch picture yes. like a DIY punk venue, this is probably what you pictured. Vice, Fuck yeah, I mean that's Vice exactly Media what I want says
2: to. that. Vice Media says that if you're in Charlotte, go to the fucking milestone. That's what Vice Media says. <laughs> <Dude>.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah, and. We go up to Charlotte like all the time, so I, yeah, I love the city. It's one of my favorite places. Like to hang out, honestly.
0: Yeah, like so. Just the problem with Charlotte is it's so trendy. Like true. It, oh, one thousand percent. It, it it might be trendier than like Nashville and some of those other Southern cities that are also very yeah. trendy. So like the fact that a place like this still exists. Just makes mm-hmm. it even more special because places like this are getting bought out left oh, in, I, in in Charlotte. I
1: yep. feel that one million percent. That's cr- <sighs> that's so sick though. I'm glad that you guys were fucking able to pull this shit off there. That's yeah, what awesome. it's gonna be cool. yeah. I'm
2: gonna I'm gonna pull a segment that I've always that I talked about when we did uh we did another podcast on on really quick. Uh, and this is uh bands that have played the milestone. We're gonna do two um so they have a whole list of bands who have played the milestone nirvana's played there gorilla biscuits have played there what? minor threat has <laughs> played there yes yes like this is the milestone it's been around what? it is the cbgb's of the south it is um but if it wasn't for places like the milestone we wouldn't have acts like dj taco supreme and dog turd <laughs>
0: Are you doing the segment? Is this like a band that. that has played the milestone?
2: Those are two Dude. bands that have played the milestone.
0: Now, th- I like. No, that. you got to do the like one I made to, up. You want me to do it? All right, I'm yeah, gonna, one gonna... made up. <laughs> yeah, I'm not one of those.
2: Okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Let me do this really quick. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> s- scroll to a random. Okay, um, here are three bands that have possibly played. The milestone, two truths and a lie. You got to figure out which one the lie. Um, <laughs> Hank and the Cupcakes. Um, Harvey Milk, the band, not the person. And uh, Baby Puncher.
1: Are you going first, Mikey? Or me? <laughs> All
0: right, I'll go first. I'm saying baby puncher did not play the milestone. Fuck,
2: that's what I wanted.
1: Um, all right. Well, to be different, I'm gonna
2: go uh, the cupcakes one, the first one. Okay, baby puncher did not play. Fuck, (laughs) Harvey Milk and. Damn
1: it! I like um, the baby puncher one too. Damn it!
2: (laughs) My other uh, runners up were uh, were hawk ass. <laughs> Which is another really know, good like one. one. Um, <laughs> this is my other favorite one. Hectagons with the exclamation mark. Huh. <laughs> and um <laughs> oh, Naked shit. Hobo. Oh
0: God. Naked Hobo.
2: Naked Hobo is right, one. This Dude. needs to be an
0: ongoing segment. There's <laughs> that so is... many gems.
2: yeah, please I, I keep I will... that up. I will. I will do. I will get like six bands, and I will make up another yes. just to do this every single podcast. Yeah, it has to happen. Please, <laughs> Even amazing. when this fest
0: is done and over, it just I, needs I to will, continue.
2: I it's so bad. good. Like, like oh okay, yeah, we'll, we'll do one more. We'll do one more. Um, it's a good okay. ass bit. <laughs> <Didn't> um. <laughs> uh, let me see. Okay. Jonathan Battleship Hughes, uh John Cena and the You Can't See Me's, or Johnny Quest and the Hodges. Which one has played? Has not played. Has not. Which played. is a made-up band. Which John the Cena, John Cena and the You Can't See Me's. I think John that one's the, the real ones. Or what was the other one that I said? John and um, Battleship Hughes. I'm going to go the Hodges one this time. John Cena was the made up band. Jesus Christ. That one sounded the most real. <laughs> <laughs> that one sounded
1: the most like it would be a band.
2: <laughs> um, let me see. Life. <laughs> we'll do one more. Let me just go.
0: And, it, it, you know, this this venue has been around since 1969. So, like, That's the so list sick. of bands that have played there is probably, Damn. like, you could scroll for days probably.
2: Yeah, I'm literally scrolling down to just find just some funny ones on here. I okay, have no idea. That's um, so tight. Squillium and the Fancy Sons, Octopus Jones, or Nuclear Santa Claus? Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> All three of those bands had have Played the milestone. <laughs> oh, <no.
1: laughs> um, Octopus Jones? No, Octopus Jones has played. I'm never gonna get. I'm never, gonna, and win the game. <laughs> I'm never gonna win this game. I'm never gonna own this
2: game.
0: The Santa Dude, Claus one. No, is... no,
2: nuclear Santa Claus has played. Squillium was the one that was made up. That is absolutely insane.
1: <laughs> I like that though. I, this it's, definitely it's, needs to be a re, this needs to be a reoccurring thing. like is, that, It but. is so
2: good. Like there's, and there's so many bands on here. That's just like, um, <laughs> it's just, it's just, people just need to go through and look at this. There was another <laughs> venue that we, we played, uh, in Pennsylvania called, it was West York, Pennsylvania. And they had set lists for all the bands that have played there in, in their green room. Um, so bands would just like staple their set list on there and reading some of the band name, some of the songs that the bands have named was literally priceless. Like um, there is a, it was like a, like a Viking metal band called like it. I don't, I can't even pronounce their name because I don't know the Scandinavian language that they goes. <laughs> but it was definitely like the, the, the circle O and like <laughs> lots and shit. Yeah, the umlauts and everything <laughs> and and they literally had a song called Meat Stick. Fuck yes. <laughs> Fuck yes. So it's like it's like my favorite thing. Is if I see a venue that has a set list of just bands that have put their set list up, I love reading names because whether whether that is a that is their song name that, that they meets. They don't even have a song named Meat Steak, probably. That's just what they call the song internally. Yeah, yeah. To to, that, to yeah, right. yeah, to like yeah, click like, it. That, it that right. would be yeah. so funny. Like, like funny. oh, the the You Suck Flying Circus is my other huh? favorite one. <laughs> Dude.
0: That, that's an actual band. That that's an like actual my...
2: band. I like that.
0: Oh, um man. There's meat so many good State. ones on here. Jesus. I,
2: I spent like a good 30 minutes just scrolling through. And reading every single band name because it's just <laughs> so funny to me. Jeez, well,
0: Tyler. Before we, you know, let you go, um, I know that you are a huge Hurricanes fan, and unfortunately, ah. you, but I'm sure everyone else is totally happy, especially myself. Your, your canes are eliminated by the Ice Cats, and uh, pretty. <laughs> Pretty easily, you know. Even though the games, a lot of the games went to like overtime or down to the wire, um, you guys got swept by them, and I, I don't think a lot of people thought that was going to happen. So, is it still burning a little bit, or have you moved on?
1: <clears throat> so, I'm glad we waited till the end of the episode to talk about this. Um, that's great. <laughs> I really like that. Um, so, you know you what? It's kind of like what Rod said. You know, we didn't get swept. We just lost four games, which makes sense. Um, No, it sucks a lot. Uh, Everything sucks. Uh, It was the – it was just the – I mean, looking at the bracket, I wanted Toronto so bad because they just matched up, you know. So – I'm trying to think of, like, the best way to, like, describe it. Like – It was bad going into the playoffs without Svech, right? You got that physical presence. You got the goals. And then Pacioretty, obviously, like his ordeal, signed Holy RV, like that turned out to be a... So, you know, your top forwards, like they have no physical presence. Like we don't have any big bodies, right? Like you can be as pretty as you want, like... But at this... I mean, Jarvis will bang some things around. Our back end's okay. It just... It was kind of like... The whole Svechnikov thing I feel like took a lot of out of it, but at the same time, I feel like there was nothing really coming in. Like I it it was like, oh yeah, you know, if we do this, then that's great. Like that's amazing. Like if Rontek can be on his game, if Freddie can be on his game, like why is Peter on the bench? Well, or Kyoto, excuse me. Yeah. Um <laughs> but I, yeah, it, it burns a lot. It it, it sucks that it sucks. The first game, two games went overtime, uh, having home ice, mm-hmm. because you know, once it goes to overtime, I don't know. I mean, I guess it plays into a little bit, but like after two or three, like how much is your, you know, home crowd really into it, more or less? Well, went top top ten longest games in hockey. That's a, oh so it so that's the crazier part. I think it's right. It's right there. Um. Yeah. So, I was just cleaning out my dad's house the other day, or not the other day, like last month. Uh, and we it was one of the first that, like hockey memories that I remember. Um, those are tickets from the Hurricanes Red Wings game from 2002, mm-hmm. the trip, the triple overtime game. So, I found that about a month ago, framed it, and then here we are in these playoffs, and we saw a fucking fourth overtime game and uh yeah it was a nice little foreshadowing i like that a lot uh, but at the same time uh don't burn it all to the ground uh rods he's the man i love him i just his his mentality his work ethic like it's just how can you not root for somebody like that you know mm-hmm. like he's just he's a grinder he wants everybody to play the same way he did and the same way, you know, he probably still can. I'm sure you can max some dudes out on the ice. Um, but yeah, no, I I love our D. Like I love Shea. I love uh, sladen I love Chatfield. Like it. I don't think it's a problem about it. And I just I think we need some more size up front if we want to actually be competitive in the playoffs, which is always yeah. been the Hurricanes' problem,
2: more or less. And that if
1: we're big that's,
0: that's the like the tightrope you have to to walk, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you have too much grit during the regular season, you might not get enough done to like agree in playoffs. Yep, I then, agree. With like that. once you get in, if you got that grit, that's when it starts to be a huge advantage in the playoffs. And one million. That that's really what like Barry Trotz built with the mm-hmm. Islanders. What he built with the Capitals. What he built with Nashville. Like he yeah, somehow yeah. figured out that like perfect balance. Mm-hmm. And, and then you look at teams like Toronto and teams that like don't have that grit, they get knocked out. Like even the Rangers, they used to be known for their grit, and then they put 1, together this, like, all, this all-star team. What happened? Yeah, Down, out in first. Yeah, round. so like and Florida, they got that grit, man. Like they, they got knocked, the bodies. They want to bang around. The
1: they're 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 gonna get after you, which is. I mean that that's the whole recipe for a disaster of a team that you don't want to go up against more or less it, there you have teams. a
2: hot you have a hot veteran glory yeah, Bob in the yeah
1: Bob's playing on it he's playing on his damn head it's insane like it yeah it's a it's a something you do not want to run into right now which I mean unless something crazy happens, I see Florida doing it yeah and like it, probably
2: like five or six. I would we were, say six. I was talking about that too because how crazy would it be? So the, the Heat are also in the finals right now. Both teams were were eighth seeds. Yeah, both <laughs> both teams were eighth seeds in in the uh, in the playoffs, and it's just crazy to see two South Florida teams in the finals right now. And they but, both
1: they both beat Boston teams that were number one seeds. Which yep. is also insane. it's just so
2: funny to look at. But oh, it's crazy. If you look at it, too, like, if, if the Panthers win the Cup, man. they will be going into their 30th year anniversary as a team, Stanley Cup champions, mm-hmm. which is absolutely insane to me. That it's taken 30 years to get the Cup for them.
0: Well, but you know, it that is happens, wild, man. Like, how, how many years has it been since Toronto's won a Cup? Like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's but I, I mean, like from like Inception
1: way
0: more to, than
1: that. to yeah, to yeah, yeah. not like okay, not I like Wow,
2: but like from Inception sure. to a cup, there have been a lot of teams that have done it a lot sooner. Um, you know, Hurricanes being one of them. Yeah, two thousand. Yeah, two thousand six. So it'll just it's it'll be just super interesting to see the dynamic of of how hockey changes in in South Florida once they actually win a cup, and hopefully they don't get swept like they did. You know, uh, twenty, thirty years, like, yeah, like twenty six years ago. Oh,
0: yeah, I think with a name like Kachuk, man, like that's that's a name you can build the fan base around. Yeah. You know he, the way he plays is exciting. I agree. Even though a lot of like opposing teams can't stand him and like despise Kachuk, I, I think, especially people in South Florida who might not understand the game of hockey fully, like seeing a guy throw his body around and kind of like oh has, 1, I would say like 1, a WWE personality. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 fuck yeah that that's what a casual hockey fan gravitates towards I feel like he's I like the perfect per- yeah the perfect person to play in a non-traditional hockey market.
1: Yeah I like that take a lot. I mean it's I mean it's exactly the person you don't want to play against but you want him on your team (laughs) you know what i mean it's always those guys but like you said like for that florida like non-traditional market somebody to like be a good personality and also like beg it around like he does i i completely under (laughs) i agree with that take wholeheartedly i like that one
0: and that was seeing like yager back at the games (laughs) right no so dude and, so and you don't realize how how much of a personality Yager had until he left, like the Penguins. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like his personality really came out when he played for the Panthers. Like, that's when he really started to let it let it yeah. all like just hang out there. And he was just he was like, just
1: buttoned up as a penguin, like it was, yeah, exactly, you know, right mm-hmm. in the tuxedo,
2: more or less. I completely agree with that shit too, but uh. <laughs> Before before we let you go, Tyler, I want to yeah. do a uh, a a beer league lightning round. I know you haven't played beer league in a little bit, but uh, let's just let's just knock this one out really quick. What's your uh, when you were playing? What was your go to brew? Oh, to PB,
1: PBR all day long. See, uh,
2: being a uh, Carolina <laughs> fan, I thought you were going to say Storm Brew because that is oh, the most drinkable beer.
1: Oh, are you doing a bit? Or not no no I love oh it. you're not no oh, God. I really
2: love Storm Brew <laughs> all
1: right um
2: just well if, well, <laughs> <and> well
1: <laughs> if <laughs> if, <laughs> uh, if Trip Tracy or uh, you know Stormy or anybody's uh, out there uh, I I hate I hate I hate really so much it's, it's so gross I hate it oh I
2: <laughs> drink awesome. it every, every time we go up we get a six pack it's so it's we love it
1: <sighs> oh
2: it's just. It is what it is. It's so average. It's good. It is very That's
1: average. Just, I'm just I'm a PBR guy through and through. <laughs> I got my PBR tat on the back of my leg. I gotta stay true to the, you know the brand. But like it's all they always have that at the bar too. They don't have yeah. that down here in Charleston. They don't got that Oh yeah, you that. know what I mean. Also, yeah. So beerly really um,
0: PBR is the smartest marketing company ever because yeah. when I was in college in 2005. To 2009 no one drank pbr like it was the dog shit cheap beer that you could just get for you know a 30 pack for yeah. 15 bucks <laughs> yep yeah and in that small window of time they totally like flipped it they flipped the narrative and it became cool and it wasn't just like <laughs> oh this is the cheap beer it's like the beer to drink at a show the beer like the counterculture beer and they did it in such a short amount of time and like organically and
2: i agree
1: it's essentially what liquid
2: death did to take over the market the exact same strategy
1: my my family will still chirp me when I go home, like on holidays and shit. And I'll show up with like a twelve pack of PBR, and they'll be like, "I oh, used to drink this in college. There's no way you really like that." I'm like, "Yeah, you know this. Yeah, kind of yeah. what I do. It's, I'm not trying to be cool. Sorry, <laughs> my man." But like I said, bad family. But dude, where... no, yeah, the explosion yeah. of like their marketing and shit, like it, it's insane. Like their yeah. whole business scheme
0: blew up. I would love to get the person who like was like all right we're going to target hipsters and <laughs> musicians and that's going to be our target audience and that's going to save the company and it
2: did it worked like a charm and because, it also saved like colt 45 and old milwaukee and all those other beers that they brew in that same brewery
0: but, so, but they're in the same category and like no one's going to a venue and drinking a Colt 45 or a Milwaukee <laughs> Best. Like, no one. I don't think you those.
2: can find a Colt 45 in any of these gentrified ah, venues. I don't think so. I, I don't haven't seen so. one. I haven't seen one in a while. <laughs> in a venue. Or like a uh, Lenin like Lenin Krugel or whatever the other. Lenin Krugels, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or uh, oh no, when we go to Long Island, we'll get
1: Narragansett. Yeah, yeah fuck yeah, we got that. No, yeah, yeah we got that down here too. Uh, fuck with the Narragansett.
2: And then what was your locker room hype song that you would listen to before hitting the ice? Oh, God. See... (laughs) (laughs) It can be ridiculous as you want. No, okay.
1: All right. So so for Beer League, we... So for our, like, normal Beer League teams, we really didn't, like, do that. Like, we kind of just talked and, like, did our bullshit. But the... (laughs) I don't give a fuck if I don't care. Um, the la- so one of my best friends is also in the movie, Kevin. Um, he's the redhead kid. Uh, I don't know if he was in that scene or not. Um, but me and him played on a beer league team the most recently, and <laughs> it was at the Ice Palace, and we would get dressed in the locker room. And the guys that were in the locker room, they would have a specific, like, playlist of just, like, the most loud, like, i'm talking like house music like Ugh. dance jams like you might as well put on a fucking strobe light and throw some fucking fog machines out there it was so god-awful that we would just look at each other and just be like this is an absolute but like they were all into it like it was the most like you're literally at a club downtown fucking fist like it it was so unsettling and awkward but at the point we're like okay this is hilarious. at the same time bring it full circle it was probably like a 10 30 fucking game and it was yeah. hilarious at that point you know what like, i mean you're just, you're we just were delirious yeah we we're just delirious and we were like whatever just get me out get me out and then
2: i have one more question for you and this is based off of the cast of the movie Who is Michael and is his last name actually Baloney? Michael. He's credited as a bartender.
1: Oh, Mike. It was one of our uh, his last name is his last name is Bologna. He was somebody that filled in for us like on one of the last days. He's very nice. He actually <laughs> filled in for my brother in a different scene as well, so I got to chat with him for a little bit in the car while we were fake like smoking weed and stuff hanging out in the parking lot. <laughs> I forgot about Mike. I, dude, yeah, he's a he's a stand up guy like <laughs> but yeah, he came in last one. It was awesome.
2: But his name was his last name is actually I'm, Like that's I'm almost
1: a hundred percent positive. I'm ninety eight percent positive that his last name is Baloney. That is hilarious.
2: Yeah, I mean, fuck.
1: Like, He's those, got that that like Mike way, though. Mike Balog. Are you kidding me, dude? That's sick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So, it's a hell Nick, of Tyler, man, this has been a blast. Um, looking forward to watching the full movie and sitting down and watching it, and hopefully yeah. just. Have- like we were talking before we started recording, he just has a killer score and killer soundtrack as you would hope for a beer league hockey movie. Um, super excited to actually, you know, sit down and watch it. Hopefully this year, next year, whenever it finally gets out there hopefully <laughs> on all the major streaming platforms and whatnot, I know that that's probably what you guys are pushing for. So fingers crossed that works out. And, uh, You know, once that release date is set in stone, please slot into the DMs. Let us know so that we can start pitching it as well.
1: Dude, hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you said, we're pushing for, you know, biggest and brightest. Whatever we can get the most views on. Dude, you guys are the best. This is hilarious. Thank you guys for chatting. I'm so stoked to see you guys in Charlotte. On the 30th and the 1st. Yep. Right? Yeah. Those are the two dates. All right. Fucking A right. Well, yeah. Listen, anytime you guys want to chat, I am here. Dude, thank you again so much for having me. This is fucking awesome.
2: No problem, man.
0: Dude, we had a blast. We appreciate it too, man.
1: (laughs) Yeah, boys. Have a great rest of your night. See you, dude. Later. Later.